if you have a methodology uh, for accomplishing a thing, you place yourself in a much better position to be able to, to do that. So I'm a, I'm a big believer in learning systems from people who have done what you want to do. I define a system as simply the process of predictably achieving a goal based on a logical and specific, specific set of how-to principles, the key being predictability. So on today's episode of Sea level I'm really excited to have Bob Berg. He is a Hall of Fame keynote speaker and best-selling co-author of the book, The Go-Giver. So Bob, welcome. Chris, thanks for having me. Fantastic yeah. to be with you. I'm excited to have you on. I, you know, I, I've been following your content and, you know, the topic that you speak on uh, focusing on giving and not getting really rings true and, and speaks to my heart. But uh, before we jump into all that, let me get some background on you. Uh, tell me where you're from. How'd you get started? How, how'd you get involved in doing what you're doing? Uh, first, uh, first job as an adult, really, I was in broadcasting, started out in radio sports, and then I was actually the late night news guy for a very, very small ABC affiliate in the Midwestern United States. Wasn't particularly good at it. Graduated <laughs> into sales learned sales, studied sales, got good at sales, and and uh, really loved the personal development aspect and so forth. And from there, kind of, uh, as they said, uh, used to say on Seinfeld, yada, 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 40 years later, here we are speaking. <laughs> that's awesome. So, uh, I mean, that's, that's sales. So, so let's talk about that. Um, so, how, you know, you, you were in broadcasting and then you made the segue in sales. What, what, were, what type of sales were you doing? Uh, I was doing advertising sales uh, at first. Um, That's time to get your feet wet. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the, the challenge is that uh, I, I had no experience in sales. So um, I had to, I floundered for the first few months until I was, I was in a bookstore and, and uh, got a couple of books on selling. I didn't even know there were such, was such a thing as, as books on selling. I didn't know sales skills or sales teaching was a thing. Again, this is 40 years ago, so yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't quite as prevalent, but it opened up a whole, whole world to me. And it really showed me really for the first time that if you have a methodology uh, for accomplishing a thing, you place yourself in a much better position to be able to, to do that. So I'm a, I'm a big believer in learning systems from people who have done what you want to do. I define a system as simply the process of predictably achieving a goal based on a logical and specific, specific set of how-to principles, the key being um, uh, the key being predictability, right? Mm -hmm. That if you know that by doing A, if it's been proven that by doing A, you'll get the desired results of B, you know that all you need to do is A and continue to do A and continue to do A, and you'll get the desired results of, of, of B. So you take a system, but you also make sure it's congruent with your personal values, and now you've got a, a winning combination. I absolutely love that. So like you, I started out in advertising too. So before, before yeah. I got into film and television, mm -hmm. um, you know, I started out in, in, you know, advertising sales and, and I didn't know what I was doing either. Like, you know, I just, I was just always good with, you know, with people and communicating and stuff like that. And so I just jumped into it, but it wasn't until I learned a process, like right. actually like a structure, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the why I always say, the why behind the what, like, why are you, do, why are you asking the questions you're asking to get to what? And if you can get it down to 
the science behind it, you could almost predict what they're going to say next, which I find fascinating. Sure. Sure. And to the degree that you know your uh, prospective customers and clients, and you might have you might have a niche or you might have a certain, it doesn't mean they necessarily are the same, but you know basically what they're looking for. Now, as sales is really, in a sense, can be defined as simply discovering what the other person wants, needs, and desires and helping them to get it. So if you have the general processes in place and you know basically what they're looking to accomplish through your MacGuffin or whatever it happens to be, right? right? Now you can go individually and dig deeper, provide the insights and help them come up with solutions to issues they may not even have known they had, but you are helping them to, to bring. And that's where the value of a particular salesperson really comes in. Yeah. I, and that, that was one of the biggest things too, is they think, you know, a lot of salespeople is just like, talk, 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 talk. No, the, the key is to ask the right targeted questions and shut up <laughs> let let them let talk them and talk, really right. it's active listening like it's mm -hmm. active listening into what their needs are because if you're really listening to what their needs are the product or service that you're trying to provide could potentially fit those needs mm -hmm. and i think that you know that approach would would be a, a lot better of a selling approach as opposed to you know just trying to push a product on would you agree yeah, well, that's why the discovery aspect is so important because, you know, you, you, to the degree that you're able to discover those needs, wants, and desires, okay, and make sure that, that what they're saying is what you hear mm -hmm. and what you understood is what they meant, and those aren't always the same things because as human beings, we all come at it from our own set of beliefs, and right? So to the degree we can do that, then at the end, when you ask for the order, you're simply asking them to take action on something they've already told you that they want to do. But we can only discover through asking questions and listening. Yeah. And, and, and that's really the key. Yeah. No, that, yeah. And so let, let's kind of talk about that. So, I mean, obviously you know, people have been selling before this time. So at the time of this recording, right, we're, we're going through COVID and, and, you know, what some would say almost like the second wave and, but businesses still got to keep going. People sure. still need to buy products. So let's talk about that. What, what, what are you seeing far as selling right now during this time for people, you know, to continue to keep staying, staying in business? Well, I think that this second wave, if you will, has um, a little bit of a different, um, meaning to both buyers and sellers than at the beginning of the first wave. Because at the beginning of the first wave, you might remember it was almost don't even bother trying to sell because right. it's almost inappropriate, right? Yeah. At this point, it's just not. But I think we've adjusted and adapted to understanding that, you know, selling must go on. Business still must take place. We've also started to accept that it can happen through Zoom, mm -hmm. that it doesn't have to be. Now, you know, back when I was younger, and again, this is 40 or so years ago, we used to have this tool that you could use. It was an amazing piece of technology that you didn't even need to be in front of the person. Uh, it was called the telephone. <laughs> and you could actually dial it and make a connection and build a relationship with 
with someone and that would turn into the no like and trust necessary yep. to make well now you've got technology that you can do the same thing only it's with you know you can now set it up so you can actually see the person yep. so i think we have and i say that tongue in cheek but at the same time we adapt as human beings yes yes and, and, and that's totally key like i mean i started out in t sales too like i telephone sales and i was just cranking you know just hitting the phones and, and trying to close deals that way and and but for some people this wasn't the norm like zoom wasn't the norm right and and i think i think what is very detrimental to to businesses especially in sales sales organizations be like, well we have to be face to face no you don't have to be face to face because you are face to face just virtually yeah. you know and so i think for those businesses just encouraging them to accept change this is the way it is right now and it yeah. may be like this for a little while. Yeah. And again, it's always, you know, the, the technology is simply the means to, the, to an end. That's all it is. It's always about the relationship. Yeah. Uh, you know, how you create that relationship and how you communicate your genuine caring about adding magnificent value to the lives of the people you're dealing with. That's the key. And you can do that face-to-face, -face. you can do that through telephone, you can do that through Zoom, you can do that through emails and, and social media. But you've got to be able to understand that it's still all about the relationship. Yeah, well, 100%. You, you hit on something huge there. It's like, it, it's about providing value, mm -hmm. right? It's not, you're not, if you're trying to just sell a, a, a product to hit a quota, you're not going to be as successful if you truly care about that individual and sure. providing as much value as you can. I mean, gosh, especially, especially during, like you mentioned in the beginning of all this, like, don't even bother trying to pitch me anything, you know, I mean, provide value. Chris, you know, one of the things that I, I used to say at the beginning of my talks when I, when I spoke at, at sales conferences, and which, which now I am forevermore only doing through, um, uh, through online. I, I've just, you know, 62 and a half years old, almost 63. I feel like a kid, you know, 62 and a half, you know, top 62. <laughs> um, and, uh, so, and, you know, I, I always, I've loved what I've done for the past 30 years of speaking, but I never really liked to travel. So, so one thing that COVID has done is reminded me how much I just really don't like travel. So, but so, so all that the long setup, right. To talk about something I used to say at every conference and that is this, and uh, you know, you have a whole group of salespeople listening and I would say, nobody's going to buy from you because you have a quota to meet. Right. Right. Nobody's going to buy from you because you need the money and nobody's going to buy from you even because you are a really, really nice human being. Hmm. They're going to buy from you only because they believe they'll be better off by doing so than by not doing so. And in the basic, basically free market economy in which we live, and when I say free market, I simply mean no one is forced to do business with anyone else. Right. Okay, in that, this situation, that's the only reason why anyone should buy from you or from me or from anyone else. The great thing about this, Chris, is that that salesperson, those salespeople who understand this and understand that it's never about you, it's never about your product or service, those are the MacGuffins, those are important, mm -hmm. but it's not about that. It's always about the other person. It's, as you said, bringing immense value to the lives of those you touch. It's about making that person's life better, happier, richer, more fulfilling, or whatever it is they, they need, right? Mm -hmm. Through having you in their life. That's the person 
who is, is creates that benevolent context for the sale to take place. This is why John David Mann, my great co-author, the lead storyteller of our Go-Giver series, it's why we say that money is simply an echo of value. Mm. It's the thunder, if you will, to values lightning, meaning nothing more than the focus must be on the other person and the value you're providing them. The money you receive is simply a natural result of that value that you're providing. I love that. I, I, that that's, that's huge because, you know, it takes, it takes the focus off of an eye-centered, like, I need to hit my goals. Right. Right. It's, you know, let me, let me provide outstanding service. Let me fix, because, right, it, mm -hmm. sales is essentially fixing a problem. It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's helping somebody achieve something, right, or, mm -hmm. or solving mm -hmm. some sort of issue, mm -hmm. right? And so if you, if you can shift your focus on that, where, hey, I believe in my product, like I believe that I can sell this, and this is how I know it can benefit you, and, and hang on that and get the win where I just help somebody. Right. The money, the money, the sales exactly. and everything is going to follow after that. That's right. That's right. I love that. That That's so huge. So, so we kind of talked a little bit about, um, you know, the go giver. I, I just, I just love, you know, and it's my philosophy too. You know, we, we, we push, we push a lot of content. We help clients, you know, with, you know, doing shows and stuff like that to push content and sometimes like I'll get clients saying, well, I don't want to give away my secret sauce. I always tell them, I say, what, what are you talking about? I was like, give your best stuff for free. Give, you know, give, 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 give some more and then ask, right? It, it's, it's, if you're providing so much value to, to your audience or, you know, and we, we help a lot of people on social media is like, eventually, you know, they're going to reach out to you or they may respect you so much that they're going to refer somebody else that may need your product or service. Right. Sure. And so yeah. I, that's why I, I just, we're so aligned on that, you know, with just give first. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, and it's interesting. And, and of course there are different um, uh, contexts you know, for the thing. We're not saying, no, you should give away your services for free oh, without yeah. making no. no, of course <laughs> no. not. You know, no. that, that wouldn't be a good business strategy, would it? You know, right. uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, by all means, especially if you're an information type business, the yep. way you're developing, the way you're attracting them to you in the first place is by providing exceptional value to them. And, you know, they know that's not all you have. Okay. That, that typically the more value you're able to provide, the more they want more of the value you can provide. So no, you know, let, live in an abundance mentality and understand that, that you know, that to, to the degree you put out that, that value into the marketplace, that's the degree you attract them. And there's a certain point where now you are going to um, uh, exchange the value of that next step with the value they want. And that's, you know, how win-win relationships are created. So um, yeah, go-givers tend to actually sell on the higher end price spectrum because go-givers sell on high value, not low price. Mm. And so, um, so yeah, it ends up, but yeah, but indeed, especially if you're an information entrepreneur, don't be afraid of giving away your best stuff because you can't, right. because you are actually that additional value that they're actually paying for. I love that. You, you hit on something too. And I think it was uh, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? He, he mentioned something about the echo, like where if, 
if what you're putting out there is what you you will receive back right mm-hmm. so if you're putting out great value and and you're you're just you're helping people you're giving you're just giving 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 eventually it's going to come back it's it's just it's just the way it's just the way that it works and and so i really love that it's like you're you're echoing you know it, it's it's that echo you're putting out there <laughs> it's going to return thank you so so um Talk to me a little bit about about the Go Giver, the book. So, so what are some key points that that um, you would you would take some excerpts you would take from that book to to give some to people in this time they're selling during during the pandemic? Yeah, well, I mean, there are five laws in the in the uh, in the book, and it's all based around a premise that says shifting your focus. And again, this is key. And and you mentioned this about your focus, shifting your focus from getting to giving. And when we say giving in this context, we simply mean constantly and consistently providing immense value uh, to others. Uh, understanding that doing this is not only a, 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 a more fulfilling way of conducting business, it's actually the most financially profitable way as well. Uh, not for any woo-woo, way out there, magical, mystical reasons. It actually makes logical sense. Uh, when you're that person who can move from a focus on yourself to instead a focus on that other person, and I loved how you said it, making their lives better, solving their problems, helping them, right? Mm-hmm. People feel good about you. They want to get to know you. They like you. They trust you. They want to be in relationship with you. They want to buy from you if that's appropriate and or maybe even just referring you to others because they may not need or want what you offer. They may not need to buy a home if you're a realtor, but right. they may know someone else who's looking to upgrade into, right? You just don't right. know. Right. So to the degree you do that, uh, and so that's really what it's about. The five laws around that premise are the laws of value, compensation, influence, authenticity, and receptivity. And so it's it's really about putting those into action. It's it's selling on value. It's it's that focus on value. Uh, the law of compensation, which says your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them, says, okay, it's it. the value is the foundational principle, but it's also how many lives you impact mm-hmm. with that value. The law of influence, which says your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first, says, no, it's not a matter of being a martyr or self-sacrificial. It's a matter of understanding that all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like, and trust. And there's no faster, more powerful, or more effective way of eliciting those feelings toward you and others than by genuinely moving from an I focus or me focus to an other focus, looking to make your win all about the other person's win. The law of authenticity says the most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. Okay. And law number five, the law of receptivity, which says the key to effective giving is to stay open to receiving, basically tells us, Chris, that yeah, we breathe out, but we also have to breathe in. We breathe out carbon dioxide, we breathe in oxygen. We breathe out, which is giving, and we breathe in, which is receiving. It's not one or the other. Giving and receiving are simply two sides of the very same coin, and they work in tandem. But we know we need to focus on the giving yeah. and then allow the receiving. Oh, ah, so gold right there. That's so good. So uh, we're, we're coming at the top of our episode. I mean, I could talk to you for hours, <laughs> but, Likewise. but 
But um, if there was, we get a lot of like entrepreneurs and, and a lot of people and there's business owners out there that are have, having to sell during this time. And so mm-hmm. if there was one piece of advice that you would give those business owners, those entrepreneurs, especially selling during this time to continue to keep fighting through this, which we'll get through it, what would that be? I'd say, keep asking yourself, what is the best and most effective way for me to bring and communicate value to that person? It may or may not be the product or service at this moment. It may be that you're going to create that environment where once they're ready to start buying, you're going to be the go-to person because you're finding ways to bring them indirect value right? That, that makes you the go-to person once this is over. But there may, it might be connecting people with other good people. It might be, look, but, but just ask yourself, how can, I, how can I bring value to this other human being in a way that they are going to see it as being of value? I love that. I love that. That is so good. So being essentially being a thought leader in your field and providing value connecting finding ways to connect people and always put others first and you will you will succeed through this i love that bob thank you so much for coming on today's episode thank you chris it was so great being with you hey guys thanks for tuning into the episode if you guys enjoyed it show some love give me a thumbs up and subscribe also make sure you check out our exclusive c-level group on facebook